So tonight I want to talk about, um, well, first, last week we talked about not basing our faith on signs or the miracles like the Pharisees did, right? Um, Tonight, um, I want to talk about this plague of emotionalism. Do you know what that word means? Let me uh, get the actual definition. Oh, this is a great, this is a Josh Hyde definition. A tendency to regard things emotionally. <laughs> Dude, that's so you. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, or to, it's like to display just feelings and it's all, it's all feelings based. You lead your life all on, on just feelings. Okay. So this is called emotionalism versus truth. Bet you're glad nobody heard that one. Yeah, I am. Okay. We cannot be formed by feelings. Do you understand? Oh, my gosh. Noah. Noah, open it. Lock the door. Open the door. Ashton, open it. (laughs) Noah. Welcome. You haven't missed a thing. You're right on time. We just started. Oh, nice. You want to go? I'm good. You're actually late. I need $400. Pull her up. Madison, can you? Dude, your late fees are here. You need $400 for me? Okay. So, let's focus in so we can get through all this, okay? Yes, sir. Um... Emotionalism versus truth. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel like um, we can't be formed by our feelings. Okay. I'm not. I, I don't want to disregard feelings in in their entirety because we were given them for a reason by God. Correct. Um, but I really want us to focus on how we hone our feelings in, so that we can be kingdom focused. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So far, are we good? Yeah. Great. I'm going to lose my voice tonight. I sound cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I really want to just make sure that we understand that tonight. By no means am I discounting feelings. God gave us feelings for a reason. But how do we hone them in for the use of kingdom purposes? Okay. Um, you know, Jesus felt things. Jesus, Jesus felt things, right? He wept. You know, wait, that's the only scripture some people know. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's funny. Yeah, he wept. He threw tables over, right? Um, I'm sure he was frustrated with some of the Pharisees, right? Over and over and over again, he's got to back himself up and make sure that everybody understands who he is. And I'm sure he's felt des- disappointment, Right? He feels things, but, you know, we understand that Jesus is our roadmap into heavenly living, correct? Mm -hmm. So if we understand how Jesus managed his emotions, we can then better understand how we can utilize ours for kingdom purposes. Cool? Mm -hmm. Great. That's, no, I'm just joking. They are valuable to be controlled, okay? If I let my feelings dictate whether I feel like doing something, we get into trouble. 
for kingdom purposes, right? I, I don't care about you wanting feeling if you want to take out the trash or whatever chore you have to do. I don't care about that crap. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My parents listen to this, so sorry, Beth. I do care about it, but <laughs> so much, a lot. But what I what I truly care about. <laughs> What I truly, truly care about is how we facilitate these things into being <coughs> controlled for kingdom purposes, okay? Um, I hear people say all the time, I, I really didn't feel worship tonight. It's my favorite thing I hear people say. It's like, great, we weren't worshiping you anyway. Um, so it's like, I don't care. No, I... I talk about often that it doesn't matter what song we're singing. If you don't know the song, like that Christ Be Magnified song, you know, you guys didn't know that one. Maybe. Yeah, Katie. Right? All you have to do is, oh, Christ Be Magnified. Great. I understand the theme. Let me get on board with that theme and let me sing my own song. Mm -hmm. Right? Or maybe I just pray. Or maybe I just do these, do different things instead of, I don't know the words, so blah, I give up. Okay? Um, yeah, sometimes I don't feel like doing things for the Lord. I, 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 I struggle with this too. Okay. Um, sometimes I just don't feel like it. Sometimes I don't feel like coming to Tuesday night guys group. You know, sometimes I don't feel like preparing a message and, and being here, but I know what the Lord's called me to. Right. So I understand calling, which is, um, also known as truth. Mm -hmm then my feelings don't di dictate what that truth actually means over my life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad it made sense for Andrew. Um, <clears throat> and I want to, uh, we can't just change our vocabulary to make it sound like our, my feelings aren't, <laughs> aren't changing my mind on something, right? I feel like sometimes we just try to change our vocab so that we sound like we're not emotional and we're, we're, we are at a better understanding on things. But what we have to understand is what our heart carries, our mouth speaks. Amen. What my heart carries, my mouth speaks. Therefore, whatever comes out of my mouth is what is actually consuming my heart. Mm -hmm. And that is really what I want to focus on a lot tonight, is that concept tied with our emotions and feelings and truth. Okay. So turn to John 8 for me, verse 42. <laughs> <laughs> John eight forty two. Okay, everybody there. Mm -hmm. yep. Yes, sir. Cool. I'm not yet. Okay, now I am. Uh, let me read this. Jesus, everybody there. We good? I yes. still hear pain. Okay, cool. Um, Jesus said to them, "If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God and I'm here. I came not on my own accord, but He sent me. Why do you not understand what I say?" Is it because you cannot bear to hear my word? You are your father, sorry, you are of your father, the devil. This is harsh. Uh, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. 
He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out on his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God, hears the words of God. Whoever is of God, hears the words of God. That's so huge. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. So, um, there's a little bit of emotion in this, yeah? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jesus is like, all right, I've had it, you know? I've had it. Let me just lay it out for these guys so that they understand, right? So, yeah, he comes across a little harsh here. But you see, when truth hits you, you either have two, you have two responses. You either turn and accept it and say, okay, yes, I acknowledge that that's truth, so now I'm going to abide in that truth. Or you say, screw this, I'm going the other way and I'm offended. Correct? Have you seen this pattern over your life? Some of you guys are smirking because like, yeah, that's, oh, frick, that's me, you know? Like, um, when my boss corrects me, sometimes I don't want to talk to him, you know? Like, screw that. My way is better, you know? Okay? So at the end of the day, when truth hits us, we have to accept it as it is. We don't have say in how it's presented to us. We don't have say in how we interpret it. It's truth. Do we understand this? Okay. Do you see Jesus' emotion honed in on getting truth across to the people that he's talking to? Do you see this? Right? When people disagree with me, I get pissed. (laughs) Do you? Yeah. I get a little... You know, annoyed, especially if it's something I'm really confident in. You know? Like, Benji, if I were to tell you that I'm a better guitar player than you, you'd be like, yeah, right, dude. Right? Like, you just play in the key of G all the time. Right? (laughs) Yeah, and I do. I'm a huge cheater when it comes to guitar. And Benji knows it. I'm going to bring it to the open, all right? I'm coming clean, right? And so... (laughs) What I guess what I'm trying to portray is like, hey, the Pharisees, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees in this, in this chunk here, yeah? The Sadducees, the guys who fig- think that they have it all figured out, right? Which sucks, you know? I don't like being around people who think that they, all have, that they have it all figured out. It's like, dude, I want to kick you in the face. You're annoying. But, uh, sorry, I'm just telling like it is tonight. Is that okay? Like, I don't care. <laughs> here in my basement it's like it's not like building whatever okay so like he's talking to these pharisees who are like hey it's our way or the highway it's my way or you're demonic it's my way or you're pushing a cult movement and that's a, such a sad sad thing isn't that sad yeah. <laughs> casely agrees it's sad it sucks and it's, it still happens today, but we're going to focus on this, right? So Jesus responds with truth, with truth, with truth, correct? Yeah. Almost like the right, left, undercut, right? Uppercut, undercut, uppercut, undercut's a business term. Okay, so that's what he does. He's, he's hitting people with the one-two punch kind of thing of like, hey, wham, wham, wham. 
this is truth. I am confident in this truth because God has sent me. I want to focus on that because God has sent me. Do you understand that God has sent you? Do you understand that just like Jesus walked this earth, you're walking this earth? And that He has purposed you to these kinds of things, to these kinds of conversations? Jesus didn't say, well, okay, let me pull out all of the, let me pull out my pamphlet on. <laughs> no. He's just like, no, that's just wrong, guys. Let me tell you what's right. Does this make sense? The Pharisees dictated all of their beliefs on emotionalism, on how they felt that to be, right? When I, like, almost, this is too good to be true, so it's got to be fake. Right? Which those things usually are today, you know, <laughs> like those Ponzi schemes that are coming up. They are too good to be true. Don't hear me wrong. But the story of Jesus is like really good and it's true. Okay? And that's what he's presenting to them. You know, they're stuck in Old Covenant terms, Old Testament terms, Jewish law, all of these things. Right? And they figured, well, we are just holy and we've got this figured out. And Jesus comes and says, no, all... Here's the two greatest commands. Love and love. What? No, no. You, we, need to, we need to list off all 380 of them. Right? That's the Pharisee's mindset. Mm -hmm. Right? And how often do we approach the Lord the same way? Well, that doesn't, that doesn't fit my container of who Jesus is in my life. So, I don't know. Those signs and wonders things, no, those don't happen anymore. No, they do. Why would he put it in his scripture if they don't happen? Right? That'd be really silly. We'd be dangling a carrot in front of our face. Right? Okay? Why would he tell us the two greatest commandments? Because that's all we need to do. Is love God and love each other. And there's like a third kind of intertwined in there, but love yourself. Right? Isn't that cool? It's simple, right? Because what Jesus understands, and we'll touch on this in a little bit, what Jesus understands is if you abide by those two, everything else will come as a byproduct and naturally. It'll be like, oh, okay, well, I love God. Cool. Okay, well, I love everybody around me. Okay, great. Then everything else happens naturally. He gives us his, our marching orders naturally. He gives us our purpose naturally. He gives us words from him naturally. And relationship is birthed through that naturally. Do you understand that truth? Mm -hmm. I'm not lying to you tonight, just so you know. I know maybe some of you guys don't know me, but I'm not lying to you. I have your best interest tonight. Okay? This is like the best news I've ever heard. I was raised in rules, 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 don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. I didn't know what to do because all of it was don't do, <laughs> you know? But then when I heard that Jesus' two greatest commands were to love God and love, love each other, then it was like, oh, now I understand intimacy. Now I understand that he's relational, that he's close, okay? But I won't get too much into that, okay? Okay. The Pharisees' pride and ego told them that they didn't need a Savior, that they were righteous enough. And that's a feeling, right? That's an emotion, correct? It's 
It's where they feel like they're good enough and they don't need Jesus. But the truth is, I cannot gain my own righteousness. I cannot be blameless in the sight of God. Only through the name of Jesus makes me righteous and blameless. Does that make sense? In reality, I need Jesus. Period. Game, set, and match. Okay? Um, we can be just like the Pharisees in this manner and think that this doesn't feel right. We are a people who need to know truth so our feelings don't lead us astray. We cannot be formed by feelings. We're silly if we do. How do you think Job felt when his family died and everything was ripped from him? Right? I bet his emotions were running rampant. <laughs> yeah? Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I just lost my wife, my kids, my land, my sheep, my goat, all of this. But the crazy thing is it didn't shake him. Why? Because he knew truth. He understood truth, and he said, well, cool, I have my foundation, and that's where I'm going to stand. Bam. Right? Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. Right? Do you know that song, It Is Well? Yeah. yeah? That song was written after a guy's family just got murdered. And he said, it is well with my soul. I don't like that this happened. Well, let's not neglect that. <laughs> Job didn't like that that stuff happened. It is well guy didn't like that his family got murdered, but he knew truth. And boom, everything changes when you know truth. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. Okay, this is very, very important. Okay? We have to dig our feet in, dig our heels in on truth. Okay? Cool. Let's keep on reading. Um, John 49 through 51. Or John 8, 49 through 51. There's not a John 49. <laughs> not in my translation, at least. Mm -hmm. Good one. Thanks. All right. So here's another. Actually, let's go 48. Okay? Just because we'll get the scenery. <laughs> and this is just hilarious. Then the Jews answered him. Okay? The Jews, a.k.a. Pharisees and Sadducees, the religious leaders of the time. Yes? We, are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? They're saying this to Jesus? <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, set the scene here. Like, you're one of the disciples following Jesus around. And these two dudes, or not, I just assume that it's two. I don't know why. But I don't know why. Why do I think it's two? It's probably a couple of them. I don't know, maybe three. That's a few. There's a few. <laughs> In between a couple, a few, and a multitude. I don't know. All right, so these, these dudes come up to Jesus saying, you're demon-possessed. Like, what? After all of the things that they've seen, that he's healed people, that he's done miraculous things, that he just, I, I just, I, whatever. Okay. You have a demon is what they're saying to him. And here's how he responds. I do not have a demon. Nice. <laughs> Truth, right? <laughs> Wham. All right, cool. I'm glad that I leveled the playing field there, right? I do not have a demon. But, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. 
not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. Keeps my word. What is the word? Yes, it is. Do you understand that? If anyone keeps my word, they will never see death. What that? What's that talking about? They'll see heaven. Cool? Okay. Yes, you'll die on this earth. Okay? Everybody does. I might not die. The scripture didn't say that. Well, there's, there's just, what was it, two guys who didn't die that just went straight to heaven, oh, fast yeah. track to heaven? <laughs> but, hey, if you can achieve that, I'm in. And I want to be around you more. But... Um, yeah, I believe that you say <laughs> Okay, so if we keep his word, if we keep to truth, nothing can shake us. Do you see the emotional response that yeah. the Pharisees are giving Jesus, correct? Yeah. You're demon-possessed just because we don't like you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny to me. It's so funny to me. Yeah, it would be comical. But he answers with truth, 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 truth. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And spoke it into existence. Yes. Yeah. Do you understand that we're still reading this now? That your children will read this? Yeah. That your your grandchildren will read this? Right. And whatever's after that? That all of them will read this? Isn't that amazing that this will never stop being truth? Mm. It's always truth. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Yep. So, hey, let's get obsessed with this. Can we get obsessed with truth? Like we should, because it's worthy of it, you know, not to glorify the Bible or anything. Some people just glorify the the paper, but like, let's glorify and and honor the words that were spoken, right? Why? Because then nothing can shake us. Then our emotionalism can't take us away. Mm -hmm. Our our anyism can't take us away from truth. If we know truth, then everything changes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm. The Pharisees, you know, emotion was they wanted praise of men. Right? They wanted to be taken seriously by people. Yeah. And this dude, Jesus, came in <coughs> and was poo-pooing on all their parades. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And he says, I have come to glorify my Father. Boom. That's it. That's it. Not in anger. You know, if somebody were to say, hey, you're demon-possessed, Benji, you'd be like, nah, screw you, bro. You know, right? Kick him in the freaking face. <laughs> right? Because that's bullcrap. And we know that's bullcrap because we know Benji. Right? Yep. Do we know Jesus the same way? Mm-hmm. Right? That's the thing. Do we know Jesus enough to say, no, that's actually bullcrap? And that actually annoys me. You don't talk about my Jesus that way. Mm-hmm. Right? That is kingdom-purposed filtering of emotions. Not, all right, now I'm going to just combat them on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to comment on them and say, no, it doesn't work. People just get more mad and more mad and more mad and more mad, and it's just beautiful. It's fun to watch, but, you know, don't do, okay? Cool. Um, Jesus, again, didn't let people sway him in truth because he knows his truth. Correct? At the end of the day, this is really important. Cool? 
If my understanding of my feelings overrides my understanding of truth, I will struggle to walk with Jesus. Yeah. If my understanding of my feelings overrides my understanding of truth, I will struggle to walk with Jesus. Just like last week, you know, Pharisees were looking, saying, show us a sign, show us a sign, show us a sign, show us a sign. Hey, I love signs and wonders. Don't get me wrong. I've seen a lot of them. But that does not bring me a new level of belief or a new clarity to who Jesus is. It's just a byproduct of walking with him. Okay? Same thing here. If I understand truth, then it's going to be very, very easy to walk in Jesus. Okay? Make sense? Oh, good. Go to, um, actually, we good on time? We okay? Go to Galatians 5. And if we have time, we'll go, we'll go to the other one. But I really want to get to this. Galatians 5, it's after 2 Corinthians. I love Galatians. Hmm? I said I love Galatians. We'll go through the whole thing. <clears throat> Galatians 5, and we'll, we'll start in 16. Anybody know what is in, without looking at your Bible, what's in Galatians 5, 22 and 23? Yeah, Addie. Nice. That's awesome. Good, good. Do more of that. I love that. Wait. Galatians 5. Galatians 5. Not You guys like this kombucha stuff? No. It's weird. It's kind of weird. You said it's gross. Never had it. It kind of like burns. Yeah, it's perfect. It burns. It makes you feel better. Well, like kombucha. I don't know, dude. Maybe wrong. Sprouts kombucha. Anyways. Hey, bro, I'm with you. Don't don't go. That's making the podcast. All right. Um, Galatians five sixteen. Let's bring it back in. Sorry, I did that. I would like to learn how to make it though. That sounds cool. Oh, it's tea, bro. Does it? I'm out. We have a can. It's really fermented. Oh, really? It's really fermented, yeah. Ooh, I'm in. I'm in. Okay, Galatians 5.16. You ready? Yes. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh, and those are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. Okay, that's weird, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, the things I want to do? Yeah, because I am of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the flesh? Body. Yes? Sin, what else? My feelings. Mm. My feelings dictate whether I want to do this list. Ready? Mm-hmm. Now, oh, sorry, let me read it for a little bit further. Six, 18? 18. Yeah, but if you were led by the Spirit, you're not under law. Okay, now, <laughs> the flesh is feelings, and it's this list. Ready? 19. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, <clears throat> idolatry, sorcery, uh, that one, uh, en- enmity, I don't know what that Hatreds. 
Hatreds? Thanks. Yep. I need to get your translation because these are... All right. Hatreds, <laughs> strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like this. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay. So this sounds like feelings, yeah? Yeah. Um, my feelings make me dictate whether I want to step into these things. Correct. If I'm angry... It's a feelings-based thing, yeah. right? It's a response to something, and it's a feeling. Yes? Mm -hmm. If I want to go have sex, it is a feeling unless you're in love with your wife or husband, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay? Did you hear me? I said wife or husband. Like that. Amen for that. Say it again. <laughs> There's my sex and dating series right there. There it is. The only one you'll ever hear at the home. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Two sentences. All right. But, <laughs> thanks for laughing, guys. Whatever. Uh, but all of these are fleshly. All of these are motivated by my emotions and by my feelings. Correct. Right? I have stepped into these. And what were they? Feelings based. Okay? Is there any truth on any of those? None. No. No, there's no truth. And what's it say at the very end? You will not inherit the kingdom of God. Oh, frick. Right? Dang it. Now my feelings can't save me. But there's a but. There's always a but. Because he's a great exchanger, yes? He says, okay, yes, I understand that you want all of those things because you are emotional and feelings-based people. But... Here's what I want you to strive for. Ready? Verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against these things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. What's passions and desires sound like? Feelings, yeah, hey, you could have just said feelings even if you didn't understand that it was the right answer because that's all the sermon is, okay? Cool. Um, passions and desires are feelings-based, okay? Yes. If we live by the Spirit, verse 25, if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, and envying one another. Okay. Um, this is amazing because we see two, two polar opposites here, right? Yes. Yeah. One is honoring myself and glorifying myself. The other is honoring God and glorifying God. Correct? Yep. Yes. The fruits of the Spirit are not emotional things. That's right. Do you hear me in this? Yep. We sometimes think, well, I just need to add on patience to myself. You cannot. You can't do it on your own. That's why they're called fruits of the Spirit. What Spirit? Holy Spirit. Spirit. Holy Ghost Spirit. Yes? yes. Mm-hmm. Only one. Spirit. Yes? yes? Does this make sense? Yeah. So I cannot love without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I cannot be patient without the Holy Spirit. I cannot be gentle without the Holy Spirit. I cannot have self-control without the Holy Spirit. Preach it. Preach it. My peanut gallery over here. <laughs> <laughs> They're my hype men. <laughs> Do you understand this? I think a lot of us say, well, it's just, the love is just an emotion. But it's not. 
No, it's something only Holy Spirit can lead you into. Mm. Yep. Yep. Right? Anything else is counterfeit. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can't convince myself to love the person that just cut me off. That's hard. And it happens to me a lot. Because they always want to go around me because I'm texting and driving. <laughs> and I'm using the sidewalk as bumpers. Every once in a while, hits a car. Okay. No, I've never hit a car. Okay. So, you know, I, any, anything that involves the fruits of the Spirit cannot be achieved by emotionalism and feelings. Right? I don't know who said it, but somebody in the Bible said it. I do the things I don't want to do. But Thank you. I don't do the things that I need to do. Yep. Paul said that. Yep. How true is that? How true is that? It's pretty true. Right? Every single one of us falls into that every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, break, I did it again. <laughs> right? <laughs> ah, shoot. Dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. Right? But... Hey, the good news is there is grace. Let's not take advantage of it, but let's walk in the Spirit. What's the Spirit? Yeah, I I understand it's the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, whatever you want. Yeah, I understand that. But what, what can He only portray? Yes, yes, but truth. He can't do anything else but portray truth. Yeah. And he's not a God of confusion. He's not a God that dangles things. He's a God who presents truth. Yeah. So, ta-da. Mm. You have found Jesus. There you go. So, walk by the Spirit. How do you do that? Oh, truth. <laughs> Read your Bible. Yes. Read your Bible. Pray. Yeah. Form a relationship with Almighty God. Can you believe that? Beautiful. Can you believe that we get to form a relationship with God Almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth? Best friends of the king. That's pretty cool. That is very cool. So, like, let's take it seriously for once. Let's try it on for a size. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you buy a new shirt and you're like, I want to wear this every single day of my life. <laughs> right? That's what I do with this shirt. <laughs> I wear it every single day of my life. <laughs> I love this shirt, you know? You guys are like, oh, he wore it again. Man, I know. I love it. So, hey, do this with Jesus. You know? I am go- He clothes us in glory. He wraps us up in Him. You know? We can put Him on every single day. That's right? Right? That's amazing. And He says, pick up your cross daily. Great. Let me do it. Let me do it. I'm going to pick that up daily. So then I'm not formed by feelings and I stand on what is true. Mm. I quoted the song that we sang earlier. You, yeah. I cannot be formed by feelings, but I stand on what is true. Mm-hmm. Some of us have no basis of what truth is. Yeah. And that's okay for today, mm-hmm. but not okay for tomorrow. We've got to move and seek out truth and saturate ourselves in truth. Please, please do it. Not for me. Because heaven. (laughs) It's heaven. Right? And then if you just spend time in the Word, I guarantee everything else 
will come as a byproduct, right? It says in Galatians 5 that um, aside from these things, there is no law. Yep. What? It's amazing. Why? Because if you do these things, all of those things will come to fruition normally, naturally. You won't have to go out of your way to make sure that you don't murder somebody, right? Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for laughing. All right? You don't have to go out of your way to do that, right? Jesus says, yeah, the law said do not murder. But I say, if you store up anger in your heart against somebody, you've already committed that, right? Why? Because that's an emotion-based response. Because it's feelings, okay? I love feelings, right? I, I cry all the time. I do, and it's okay, right? Some of you guys get annoyed with it, and it's okay. But I don't care. So, like, at the end of the day, if it's for the kingdom of God, do it. Jesus cried so I can, right? Yeah. I'm doing it, all right? Let's take this seriously. Amen. So my purpose is, of even presenting this tonight, is, hey, be founded on faith, not emotionalism, not your feelings, not what you think is true, but what you yeah. know is true, yeah. right? If you don't know what is true, then, hey, maybe don't respond yet, and then go find truth, and then say, okay, now I'm going to have a response, yep. okay? Yep. That's, it's beautiful. It won't be like that forever, and then, it'll just, then Jesus will be like, oh, yeah, just do this, and you'll like hear his voice, and it'll be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Has anybody tasted that? It's pretty cool. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's and it's achievable. It's not so far away. Okay. I know it sounds like, oh my gosh, God's voice. Ah. <laughs> yeah, no, he talks to us. He does. Yeah. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm really, really not crazy. He talks to us and he talks to me. And I talk to him. Yeah. And he talks to me, and I talk to him, and it's just beautiful. It's an exchange, right? Yeah. Let's take him seriously, and let's take him at his word, yeah. right? People yeah. are going to come against you, and it's okay, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, if you want to talk about it with somebody, I am an expert, okay? <laughs> People are going to come against you, but you're in good company. People yeah. came against Jesus. They called him demon-possessed. <laughs> That's just mind-blowing to me, Right? <laughs> At the end of the day, let's know truth, be founded in truth, and by that, he can do anything through us. Because we get to partner with him. Because he has, he has specially devoted plans for your life. And if we don't know truth, we can't walk in those plans. So no truth. Cool? When you get home tonight, because I know all of you guys are just going to run right into your quiet time with Jesus. Yes? Mm -hmm. Everybody's like, okay, I'm not going to make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> when you get home, I want you to read Matthew. Oh, let me actually look at it. I think it's Matthew 13. I should have wrote it down. Dude, you should just totally read all of Matthew. Hey, do it. Go ahead, Jeff. Let us know. I wish I could read that fast. Matthew, uh, yeah, Matthew 13, just 51 through 52. Just read that before uh, when you get home, because this is what Jesus did. Okay? 
This is amazing. Matthew 13, 51 through 52. Okay? And if you need context, just read the entire chapter of 13. It's beautiful. It's all parables. It's all, it's all stories. Okay? I love Matthew 13. I love it. You want to get addicted to a chapter in the Bible, get addicted to Matthew 13. Because it says over and over and over again, the kingdom of heaven is like. I don't know about you guys, but that really intrigues me. Cool? Let me pray for you. As just a posture of receiving, please hold out your hands. If you don't want to, that's fine. It's just a posture. Posture your heart. Cool? Lord, we just invite this over our lives. Lord, may we be a people founded on truth. Lord, I pray that you would convict us of our emotionalism and that you would lead us into truth. That, Lord, you would highlight things in your scripture, illuminate things in your scripture. Holy Spirit, please illuminate your word to us in a whole new, a whole new fresh way so that we can understand more and more of your truth. So that we don't get formed by feelings anymore, but we stand on what is true. Lord, thank you for giving us and gifting us with your word. That we have, that we have a guiding you know, and this is just the start of it, Lord. And by this, would we understand, Holy Spirit, our relationship with you all the more. So, Lord, thank you for every single person in this room. Lord, I pray that you would bless them far above than they can even understand. And I pray that you would shine your face upon them. And that you would set up divine appointments over their lives. Not in opposition. You know, if you see fit, opposition. But Lord, I pray that you would set up divine appointments for people to come to know you this week. And I pray that they would lean on your truth, lean on the understanding of who you are, Lord, and walk in a confidence and boldness and that you would raise up your evangelists tonight. Lord, thank you for showing us how you respond to things. And thank you for being our roadmap to be able to walk through the gates of the kingdom of heaven. And thank you for the cross that we could even have a conversation like this tonight. Because Jesus, we, we acknowledge that if it weren't for the cross and you raising yourself from the dead, then there's nothing to do here. But thank you for knowing your purpose and living out that purpose and giving us a way back to you. Thank you, Jesus. In your beautiful and wonderful name, we all said, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Cool? If you need to go, we bless you. If you don't need to go, let's hang out. We bless you. I just got here, I'm ready for more. <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving first thing.